Welcome to episode 21 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and none more black eyes the movie This is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I'm Sean German of 5minutesofmime.com. And our special guest today is the award-winning graphic novel artist, Andy Runton. Andy, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think we mentioned it before, but I can't help but mention it again, that uh, the guys at Star Wars Minute, I believe probably Alex, um, suggested you as a guest. You were the first person suggested, the first person we locked in. And so this is, you've been kind of on the road with us here since the very beginning. So welcome. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, Alex, um, I told him I was a fan of Spinal Tap. This is a long time ago because we, we see each other on the road occasionally. I haven't seen him in a while, but um, because he's a comic book artist, that's what he does. And uh, when I told him I was a Spinal Tap fan, he said he had a, he had a test to see who, <laughs> how big of a fan you were. And so what he said is the law of averages, you know, and I, <laughs> I actually interrupted him and said, the law of averages says, you know, and that, so that was, he's like, okay, well, you're good. You know, if that's a, yeah, yeah, just good a little shorthand. Time. Yeah. It's like a little shorthand that, you know, that th this is somebody that takes this movie seriously and understands it, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're very excited to have you. And, and this is, some good minutes. Some good uh, good Spinal Tap stuff happens this week, so uh, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. A lot of a lot of big ones here, so it's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you know, no pressure or anything. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to start off the week with minute twenty one. Minute twenty one starts with Nigel moving on to uh, now the olive situation. That is happening with the pre-show <laughs> food in, in the dressing room there backstage. We end with Nigel winning a limbo contest on stage <laughs> during his performance. Uh, in between, we get my notes. I say they say inconsistent pimentos and pre-opened Oreos. <laughs> so that's what we see in this minute. So, yeah, yeah. this is a, a continuation of, of where we started, where we left off on Friday. It's, yeah, the food in the dressing room before uh, before the performance. And, and Nigel's just, he's not happy. Yeah, I'm still not sure if he opened those Oreos, if they were pre-opened. Mm. You know, can you tell if they've been kind of, because some of them look like they've been kind of licked. Yeah. So, so, was, <laughs> so I'm not sure if they just basically, instead of eating the Oreos, they just opened all the Oreos, not just a few of them, all of the Oreos. Or maybe he was looking for pimentos. Maybe pimentos. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's you're you're blowing my mind here right out the gate. I I assumed that these were pre-opened for the band. That that's like part of their rider is. You know, <laughs> You know, we're going to need lights, we need a smoke machine, and we need all the Oreos opened for us. But actually, yeah, now that I take a second look at it, there's there's a layer of Oreos on top that are all open, but it looks like there's some Oreos underneath that are still together. So maybe Nigel, just to work out his frustration with the bread situation, it's just been <laughs> Oreo after Oreo. <laughs> yeah, no, it starts out so sincere. He's like, oh, you know, I've got some problems with the... <laughs> Yeah, you know the situation backstage arrangement, the backstage arrangements here, and it's like, okay, what is it? You know, what's going on? And it's like, 
It's just so funny what it descends into, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this movie has seeped into my subconscious so much. I I use quotes from it all the time. So like I don't. I mean, I say uh, when I call things, I'm like, "Where's this little guy?" You know, where's that? Little, <laughs> no, I, I say it all the time, and I don't even. I don't know if I <laughs> if this reinforced it or if this is part of where I get it from. You know, I mean, but it's yeah. really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie. I mean, it's got an R rating, you know, and it's purely for the cussing. You know, I mean, it's just it's in there so much. It makes me think about Deadwood, right? Because there's so mm -hmm. much cussing in Deadwood. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if this movie just kind of introduced me to just cussing for pure comedic effect. You know, it was just. <laughs> It's just part of their, it's just the way they talk. It has nothing to do with anything bad or anything like that. This is just how they talk, you know? So. Part of their vocabulary. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that backstage scene. And I was just, you know, looking again at those crackers with the like, cheese whiz on oh them. yeah that's so the little gross. canned cheese the little uh. <laughs> the squeezed cheese you know so when they've got two different colors like i didn't i didn't even know cheese i didn't know know that cheese whiz came in there's white and yellow oh, yeah yeah there's probably like a it's probably like a white cheddar and then they because they're <laughs> so growing up in the 80s you know we used to hang out in the bowling alley and stuff like that and this was that canned cheese was part of the uh what you ate you know and so <laughs> so there were lots of different flavors <laughs> okay. i just look at i think other than the oreos nothing of this you know the oreos and the beer nothing else i see on this table is is looking appetizing to me so bread large there's no large bread what do you do? And then Nigel caps it all off. I'll, I, I'll rise above it. I'm a professional. It's like, you just spent a half hour wrestling with little bread. So what, you're a professional what? what? What profession does that define? And then Ian's got to like... He just He's just yeah-yang him. He's just, oh, yes. It's, oh, this is so bad. It's so awful. You're so right. I just, you know, he doesn't want it to perfect, affect the performance. But there's... Uh, I don't think there's much Ian can do. This is all supplied by, I don't know, I've never been a touring musician. I assume it's just there's someone at the at the venue that takes care of this stuff. And you ask for what you ask for, and then you get, get what you, you know, get. You get what you get kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I well, think it's... Oh, go on. Sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this off we mic. Talked about I know, I know. I tried to... But I, it's one of those things that matters. All right, I'll let it give a little bit of break here. Okay. Um, but um, I think it speaks to the – there's a couple of things that are happening here that, you know, it, it's strange. Okay, so we're slowly understanding that this tour is not what we what, – what it's being portrayed as, right? And so right. seeing mm -hmm. these platters covered in aluminum foil, mind you, right, with <laughs> – yeah. With you said the squeeze cheese on triscuits and things like that, and then you know you've got the little parsley flakes or whatever. That's the funny part about it. But um, <laughs> it's not the high class life of a rock and roll musician that you would expect, you know. And I think that that is, I don't know, it's um, it's a weird thing. But then you also see Ian. He's trying to placate Nigel in this way, where he's you know he's he's the mother of the group and. Uh, I don't know. You're just seeing all that relationship and these little things that Nigel is just, uh, you know, they see themselves as this huge rock band, but 
that's really not what's happening, you know? And so yeah. it, there's a lot of, there's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting scene in a lot of ways and it just kind of flies by, but uh, you just see a lot in it, you know? Yeah. I think that's what I've noticed rewatching this minute by minute is that these scenes sort of live in our heads. Every single one of them could be a 20 minute scene, but they're really just mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. yeah, I like it that he says, it, it, yeah, Ian says, it won't happen again. And then Nigel says, it does disturb me. It does, <laughs> it does disturb, disturb me. me. But I'll rise but above I'll rise it. Above it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, God, yeah, they get so much personality in these, these little moments. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, um, I've played in bands before and gotten a variety of backstage stuff and so, sometimes it is just like this or it's just sort of bread that's already stale and you know <laughs> luckily the best places i always like to play are where they're a restaurant as well and they say come in early mm-hmm. and we'll feed you dinner and then you know you play but oftentimes it's something a little bit more like this uninspired yeah, yeah i mean what if uh, that's the other part of it what if those oreos were like pre Opened by another band. <laughs> That's oh my! Because because you're, you've experienced that too. I mean, we uh, sometimes with uh, comic book shows and stuff like that, there will be some food provided, but you don't really know how long it's been there, and you're not sure where it really came from, and you just kind of do, there's a lot of trust involved, but um, <laughs> but you still don't really know, and I I don't uh, I don't know. I guess it's a little bit. It's interesting, you know, I think just seeing the band that just the level of detail they went into creating this to be so real. And um, it's mind boggling. Like you said, when you break it down minute by minute, it's like, oh, my gosh, they crammed so much into here and it just goes by so quick. But you can go back and break it up and you're like, wow. You know, yeah, because it really it really speaks a lot. to, Like, like you said, you know, Nigel, the creative genius of the band. <laughs> As in quotes, you know, of the band and, you know, and he's there with his, his super fancy eyeliner. That's the other thing about this. You know, he's got that kind of Egyptian quality things yeah, around his eyes and stuff. The Cleopatra you know, eyes. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. He's ready. Very exotic set kind of. <laughs> Very exotic. And you see their, you see their outfits hanging up behind and everything like that. And then it's bizarre. It's a very bizarre scene. <laughs> Well, anything else about this scene before we move into, I think, up here at about 27 seconds, we get right onto stage. Anything before we move onto the stage? Just, just the, large, the large bread and the folding and the, you know, just the directions and everything <laughs> about that is just still amazes me. Anytime I see small loaves of bread, I think about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the minute before before this one where you get to see him say, I've been working with this for about a half hour now. And he stops <laughs> like mid-conversation to start doing the fold over again. And I could see kind of getting that obsessive compulsive cycle where right. you can't stop yourself from trying to work out like a Rubik's, you know, it's like a Rubik's cube of bread and meat. <laughs> well, and you get into a rut and you're, you just, you know, he's doing the same thing and it doesn't work, but 
and he's then he so stops focused, to he fold just does it again. Meat over, like he tries to fold, the, fold meat the meat over. over. <laughs> but you keep folding, <laughs> and it just it breaks apart. Yeah. But then, like when he's like Exhibit A, that's Exhibit yeah. A. So <laughs> like, he's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> he's worked out this entire argument, you know. So it's um, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. He's submitting amazing. evidence. Exhibit A. Yeah. It's a complete catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so to segue, but between the two scenes, so here he's backstage, and then when we go on stage. He's wearing a different shirt. Mm-hmm. So whatever he was wearing, you know, he just, he changes. Whatever he's wearing, it's like, it's just, you know, he associates that, the shirt he's wearing before, it's the black with, there's a zipper on the shoulder. He associates that with the small bread. It's just, you know, it's bad luck. So he's got to change <laughs> before he goes on stage. I love that. I love that idea. That, you know. <laughs> but also they have multiple costume changes poss- possibly throughout yeah. their show. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, who knows? Yeah. So then, so then we get we catch them on stage, and I believe this is the the third performance of this tour. So not counting the flashbacks to uh, the old television performances, and they're playing Hellhole. Yeah. Yeah. I and yeah. So we're kind of catching a mid performance. It's not the beginning. Like the first song that we saw, they started. Oh, the last two songs, right? We're starting right at the the beginning of the song. This is like a jump right in. Yeah, kind of this where we're we're kind of yeah jumping in the middle. And just to another point, you know, one of the things we've we've been saying, or at least I've been saying, is that that Spinal Tap is is the rock and roll band. They do what other rock and roll bands do, but they go a little further. They put a little extra effort. And I think this is this song Hellhole is an example of that. This is. So this is one of this is I'm going to say the the least favorite trope of mine in rock and roll. This is the oh poor me, it's so rough to be rich and famous song. And I hate these songs. This this type of song for me is epitomized that the Bob Seger turn the page. And I, I'm just going to apologize to all our listeners for mentioning because now you've got it in your head and it's possibly the worst song ever written. But then, you know, there's stuff like uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival has Traveling Band and Grateful Dead has Truckin'. Like none of these songs are any good. And, and I guess Hellhole is is maybe the the least worst of them or or and it, it's almost a good song and if we don't get much we only get a little bit of the lyrics in the performance but to, just to give you a quick summary the hell hall is an apartment they're singing about just this crappy apartment the it begins with the windows dirty the mattress stinks this ain't no place to be a man ain't got no future ain't got no past and i don't think i ever can so they start off saying just, I'm in this crappy apartment, everything's dirty. But then in the end of the song, he's he's singing about steak and lobster tails, the sauna's drafty, the pool's too hot, the tax man's coming. It's the complaining about being famous and wishing, gee, I wish I was back in the hellhole. I wish I was back in my crappy old apartment. And I've got no sympathy. You can You can be not famous very easily. Just stop being famous. Just don't go on tour if you don't want to go on tour. But I think in in the world of these whiny, oh, going on tour is so hard songs, this is one of the better ones. 
So that's Hellhole, if you didn't know. What, what... Well, and it's a parody. It's a parody of all those things, too. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, and and I think this was their single off of the album. Like, I mean, there was a legitimate video for this song that mm-hmm. played on MTV, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, it was... Uh, <laughs> I guess it's one of those ones. It was like, which one is the least offensive? <laughs> what, what is the least offensive song to actually put out that won't, you know, I mean, you can't exactly put out Sex Farm, you know, in, in yeah. some of these other songs, you know, so. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's yeah. probably the most radio friendly. Of- <laughs> in our uh, last couple of minutes, I remember talking about the video or saying isn't there a video at the end of this movie the video of this do you remember andy because i i i was yeah i mean i don't remember where i saw it so i've had this movie on so many different versions you know so i mean i don't uh one of my favorite versions was actually a multimedia cd-rom of spinal tap and it was it was the movie and all these outtakes and a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know if I've seen again on a DVD. It may be on like the newest ones, ah. but uh, that's where I saw the video uh, because the first time I watched this movie was on a really bad VHS copy that somebody had done off of like HBO or something like that. So, and I think that's gotcha. true for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it's hard, but the 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 video was. You know, uh, first of all, it's Nigel singing. I didn't realize that most yeah. of the song is Nigel singing. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then he's—it's kind of—it looks like it was shot, if I remember, on kind of like the scene where the the set where they were doing the reviews. You know, with the uh, with the, the shark sandwich and all that stuff. Right. I think because I think some of that that castle is in there. You know, but I I that could be my mind playing tricks. I I haven't seen it in so long. So yeah, well, I think it was, maybe. It was um, maybe a mansion. Okay. Not a castle, but it was yeah, some kind of scene like that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to rewatch that and Let's look for that. Yeah. If I remember, yeah, it's a bonus, it's, it's bonus very, feature. Bonus yeah, because <laughs> I remember seeing it a lot. So maybe the VHS that I had had it. As part oh, of oh yeah, VHS like if you cause... had like an actual VHS from somebody and they copied it for you or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm paused here at a red pair of pants <laughs> that are showing a lot of extra in the leg area. <laughs> yeah, I believe this performance is the the debut of uh, I'd call it a new profile for Derek. That's about. <laughs> 50 seconds in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think he wore these red pants. I've been tra- kind of tracking what they've been wearing on stage. They do all kind of have a their basic look. Like, Nigel's always got his arms exposed. This time he's wearing a bit of a, a cap sleeve sh- t-shirt. But mm-hmm. yeah, usually a, showing off his guns. And then David's always wearing this blousy kind of pirate poet shirt and they're always all wearing the spandex and this is i think that this he was wearing these pants last time but i don't think we ever got this edition (laughs) the wardrobe yeah so he's not wearing his usual uh dog leashes and collars well he has a collar on but there's nothing covering the chest there's nothing yeah. between us and the and the chest. He's got like arm he doesn't bands. Have the rings, doesn't have the rings on this one. I, yeah, the rings right. and the handcuffs. And, <laughs> but there's, uh, yeah, so there's something going on there. 
And there's actually, there's a deleted scene at one point where the band is on their tour bus and David and Nigel pull Derek aside and they say, you know, perhaps the, you know, the tour isn't going great and the audiences haven't been responding the way that they'd want them to. And David and Nigel suggest that maybe Derek is lacking a certain something. Oh. And that's why he's not, you know, he doesn't inspire the audience the way he might if he Mm. was a little different. And so um, he turns to some artificial augmentation. (laughs) And the thing, like, it's, there's, you know, it's supposed to be a part of his anatomy, but it's, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't want to look too close, but at the same time, it's like an accident that I can't look away. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think, like, how does that, like, where does it, where's it attached? Like, if, I don't you know, think it's there's too many to... bulges. Yeah. There's yeah. too many bulges. That's the thing is, it's not actually taken to the point. It's funny how this movie unveils itself. You know, I mean, when I when I was first seeing this movie, I wasn't sure, and we'll talk about that later. But I wasn't sure. Is this real? <laughs> Is this free? What's going on? Because I saw it with nothing. I went in cold. Mm. You know, I had no idea what this movie was that I was watching. And so this movie kind of reveals itself. And I think this is the first little glimpse of the, what's going on with that crotch? You know what? Yeah. What? And and Nigel too. I mean, when he goes back and everything, Mm -hmm. it's... It's just it's, one of those things you're like, yeah. I'm trying not to laugh. Am I trying? Is this funny? Is this supposed to be funny? Am I, what, what, right. what, what's going on? So, right. And it's sneaky because it's not, they don't linger over it. They kind of do a shot where they, I mean, I guess they do a reverse pan. I guess more typical of like a concert video or, or music video would be you start on the feet and you pan up and you finish with the performer's face and you see him singing or whatever at the mic, where this, it starts at the top. And pans down. <laughs> yeah. but, but other than that, it doesn't linger. It just pans down and then it goes right to Nigel and, and then something else is happening. And and they they do this. I don't know if this has come up yet, but it'll certainly come up again where there's there's certain jokes that have setups like this where David and, and Nigel are talking to Derek about his appearance in the, the lower portion of his body. And then they cut it. And then you just get the punchline. They edit out the setup. And they get the and they and they have the punchline and it just goes by so quick that you know and th- and that's why we can do this and why this movie stands up to repeated viewings because they don't tell you there's a joke coming and they haven't set it up it's just joke and then move on and if you missed it you know they're they're gonna keep moving that's right yeah, yeah. it's uh it's slick and then it goes into like Nigel bending back and uh, and staying there. <laughs> Yeah, and and David behind him is like doing a major man spread back there too. His like his legs yeah. could not be any wider unless he was doing a the splits. Yeah. <laughs> and down David go or down Nigel goes. Nigel goes. So. so good. Yeah, was... and he just you know, but he's he's a professional. He you know he keeps on playing, and he's kind of I don't know if it's the end of his this face. minute or the beginning of the next. He's like kind of. You know, his help. face does look help stressed. Me. But his face through the whole thing, though, it's that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Dana Carvey do this uh, bit he has on um, guitarist faces, but it's like, oh. this, is, <laughs> this is exactly what Nigel's doing. I mean, he is pained 
when he's doing this solo. I mean, he is just so into it, and he's on the yeah. ground, and his face is his face isn't letting up. He's performing the entire time. You know, <laughs> yeah. so. Rock and roll face. <laughs> he is, yeah. He's definitely committed to the bit. And now it reminds me of when I was a little kid. This is a really short story, but when I was a little kid and I was skiing with my family, and it was a long, a pretty long, like slope. And at a certain point, I just fell down on my back. But <laughs> my my skis were pointed forward, so I just kept going and going. And so I went the entire rest of the trip on my back. <laughs> and it was funny, you know, like I was laughing and crying and just kind of, you know, bloop, you know, stopped right yeah. at the end. But it looked pretty hysterical. Yeah, I um. so I was... Uh... I have a funny story. This isn't very long either, but I was, uh, I saw Rush in concert in 1995. This is in Atlanta. And the band that opened for Rush was Mr. Big. Oh, yeah. And oh. so Mr. Big, this is pre-grunge, right? So this is like the final little song of the hair bands, you know? And um, uh, one of their guitarists, uh, I guess their lead guitarist, he became famous for using a drill to do his guitar and it made this like really fast like mariachi kind of like strumming because it was like like that you know but with a drill all right so this is the total spinal tap moment i mean you can see this starting you could why did it why did this happen but it happened live on stage while i was watching it he does the thing where you know he puts the guitar behind his back right now all these guys have really long hair oh, no so oh, no. he has he has oh, no. the guitar behind his back but now he has the drill behind his back oh. and his hair just totally gets caught up in the drill oh no <laughs> and the the guitar just stops you know oh. and the they it gets it gets really bad they have to delay the show you know they have to pick the guy's hair out of the drill oh my god pretty sure that ended their set i don't remember if maybe he came back and triumphantly returned or something but it was like ah oh, that was not nice but like oh. that's a but that's a total spinal tap moment though and it was just <laughs> like totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but, but yeah i mean why did it not happen before i mean huge long hair i mean really long hair you you remember i mean it was yes it was intense you know and so every every bigger better you know faster more lights more everything and that's that's what I think of when Nigel's doing these solos and stuff. <laughs> also in the solos are my trademark part, but it's the right. same same kind of thing. <laughs> it's just it just goes over the top, you know. So <sighs> good story, good story. Yeah. Tough yeah, one. But... Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie, we're kind of down here to the to the end of this minute. Should we wrap it up or is there anything else? Anybody wants to comment on for this for minute twenty one? I feel good. How I feel you, good. I feel right. good. I think it was a. I think I think we dissected it well. Awesome. Cool. Well, then I think I'll just roll into our outro section here and say we hope that you enjoyed episode twenty one of Spinal Tap Minute. I know I'm having a great time <laughs> and loving uh, talking with Sean and all of our fantastic guests. And we're going to have Andy with us all, all week, I believe, um, if he'll stick around. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find us as usual on uh, 
spinaltapminute.com. And that way, uh, if you go there, you can subscribe if you haven't already to our feed through iTunes and Google Play, or just there's a regular feed button there. And then our socials are on there too. What does that mean? That means if you like to tweet, you can connect with us on Twitter. If you like Instagram, you can connect with us over there. And uh, Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at our group, the Spinal Tap Minute Groupies Lounge. And you can also leave us a message on the Spinal Tap Minute Hotline. So give us a call at 419-TAP-TAP-6. That's 419-827-8276. And uh, you can share your own scary Spinal Tap real-life hair getting caught in a drill story. And uh, if if we like your story, maybe we'll uh, share it on a future episode. So uh, give that a try. And Andy, if folks want to hear more about you and and see some of your award-winning art, where can they find you? They can go to my website. Uh, It's just uh, andyrunton.com. And they can also follow me on Twitter or Instagram, just Owly, O-W-L-Y, or look me up on Facebook. And that's about it. And I highly recommend Instagram if you like to um, look at adorable dogs, because Andy has (laughs) some of the most adorable dogs I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, I I work with rescue dogs, and I have three of them. So it's a a bit of a, a, yeah, so if you like dogs, that's the place to go. (laughs) Yeah, and you've also shared a lot of your your panels from your artwork, um, and I've absolutely had not heard of you before, but am now a a real big fan, and and it's really great, great stuff. So I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. So uh, you're gonna be able to come on back tomorrow? I'll be here. Great. So it won't, uh, it won't affect my performance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so Andy's going to be here. Heidi and myself will be here. So all you folks out there in uh, in podcast land, please come back uh, again tomorrow. And uh, until next time, and so say all of us. Tap, tap into, into America. America. America.